Hello and welcome back to another not particularly special episode of Boys Gone Wild. Uh, this is my opening monologue. It seems to be a reoccurring thing where I do an opening monologue. It's much like, I don't know, Jimmy Fallon, Jay Leno, uh, Trevor Noah... Uh, John Oliver, you name it, the list goes on. Uh, goes on in front of their shows and does an opening monologue to the crowd. This is sort of what we're trying to create here, apart from I try and not do any planning, write it with any jokes, and normally there's no sort of audience reaction. Uh, and most of it is aimed at sort of um, reaffirming um, a regret at choosing Andrew as my co-host. Um, we tried doing Andrew sober last episode, and um, it... Yeah, he put trousers on and it just wasn't as much fun, to be honest. He was not um, as chilled out. He wasn't as laid back. He wasn't as goofy self. He, was, he kept uh, kind of, I'd, I'd suggest something quite funny and then he'd uh, bring it back to why capitalism uh, is destroying all of us, even though this is sort of a comedy podcast with a huge layer of irony. He seems to, he scraped that off. Like, you know, when you leave tea out too long and it has that sort of like gross layer of milk on the top. He just scraped off the fun, uh, gross layer of irony I um, slather on all political satire that I do and just sincerely talked about his dislike for capitalism. Um, so as much as um, I find it difficult to work with Andrew when he's hungover or drunk, um, it's much better than the alternative, which is boring trousers anti-capitalist sober drew so today uh andrew's got a beer uh and uh hopefully uh he'll be more fun well i'm also wearing trousers you're wearing trousers so it's kind of you're trying to find the midpoint and in, that's, in between the two mm -hmm. you just can't win with this guy it's, yeah it's, it's you i think your comments about me say a lot more about yourself than they do about me yeah i, ho I hope that would come across because i feel this this podcast and this series is just a delve into the to who is Horatio Gould. That is sort of what it is. It's like a thirty. It's going to be like a hundred so part ever series. The attention has shifted away from you. <laughs> you feel like it's sim symbolically yeah. shifted yeah. towards you. Yeah, you you exist in the my I universe. I exist in your universe. <laughs> you yeah. exist as the kind of character who re reflects more of yeah. what my persona is. We got some fan mail in, which is nice. I had a. Uh, uh, someone who we both used to know called Joe Valoni. He messaged saying that he um, has listened to the last couple of episodes, um, didn't left it at that, and then said, uh, "Do you mind if I give one piece of constru constructive criticism?" And I said, "Yes, yeah, sure," because we're always looking to develop the podcast. As you've seen from the last couple of like all the episodes, I've always opened it up to we're here to, to say how, how can I do better. And he says, the one thing I would say is that um, it's not funny and it's shit. Um, That's two things. Which is two things, which is the kind of adds to the insult a bit more because not only uh, is he slagging us off with he's a, an idiot. a kimbo insult. At the same time. He's, uh, a, he's illiterate. Shooting us with both barrels when he said he's going to shoot with one. Maybe that adds to it or... No, I think it makes us both look bad. Um, the, the fact we can be insulted by such a, a dimwit, mm -hmm. a dum-dum. But when a fan, whenever a fan says a comment, it's mm -hmm. hard not to look like a dickhead being the people that they're commenting about. Do you think? They always win. There's something about a YouTube comment where people always win. Well, you mean the, if it's like, you know, Joker face 2.75. Absolutely. They, they, the more they, ridiculous they, the username, the more the, hard the insult hits. Because they're, they're anonymous. It's just yeah. pure... There's no, They can't lose. Yeah. They're, they're nothing. Yeah. yeah. They're purely a negative energy flying around in the ether. Exactly. Um, uh, we're both wearing chains, so gang, 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 gang. Gang, 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 gang. Um, how long have you had that chain for? Uh, maybe two weeks. How, how's it, how are you liking it? Um, I wear it sporadically. Oh yeah. Um, it's quite a it's quite a small chain. Yeah. Um, so it often will flip into the t-shirt. Comment in comment below if it flips in, and I'll take it out. We have been told that it's too visual as well. So uh, we also for the listeners out there, do you want to describe you the chain? You, uh, the chain is silver, thin, a thin silver chain. Yeah. Um, that is probably about, let's say, seven, ten centimetres from neck to mm -hmm. chain. That's nice. So a nice tight fit. Um, and that's essentially all it is. What about your chain is gold? Gold chain, yeah. This is an old woman's chain. Uh, been repurposed because it's 2020 and we're allowed to do... I, I'm, I'm, I can venture slightly into feminine territory with very minor changes, but don't have the confidence to go the whole hog. No, well, um, what would the whole hog be? Chopping my dick off. Yep. And I think few people do have the confidence <laughs> to do that. It would really be a, co a commitment to but 2020 gender politics. <laughs> Just lopping it off. No surgery. Lopping nothing. It, lopping it off. That's enough of that. <laughs> 
no surgery, nothing. There's no, there's no, nothing to replace it. Just lopping it off. Like um, a Ken doll. Yeah, yeah. In the way that but you see... But with a horribly severed, stitched up penis that used to be there. <laughs> in East London, you see a lot of men who like paint their nails, who like do like minor things. I'm going to come in just with my bleeding dick in my hand. Like, right, guys? If, if, you, get, if you get a pair of trousers that shows off <laughs> the severed, well, my severed penis. My severed cock, yeah. yeah. To show that you're all about gender equality. Yeah, when it's Broadway market, when all the trendy East London, like, uh, adronomous, what's it called? Adj... You know what we mean. You know what we mean. Adronomous. Adronomous. Adrogynous. Androgynous. Androgynous. Androgynous Andrew. And hipster. Hipster Horatio hit Broadway Market with their lopped off dicks in the hands. They won't know what hit him. Yeah. Oh, you think you're trendy? And it won't be our penises because they'll be removed. No, because we'll be holding them in our hands oh, <laughs> with the and, blood and, 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 and hitting them. <laughs> yeah. um, this but, is, go on. How's your, how's your week been? <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice attempt to try and uh, bring it back. Well, uh, I think you thought I was going to add something to the conversation. No, no, you're just, trying to steer trying away to move, from the chopping off on. dicks. Yeah. Um, before we go into that, can we have a quick crep check? Um, you get you first. I've got uh, so white got... socks and sliders, classic. I think, let me describe yours and I'll describe Yeah, yeah you describe this is for the audio. Yep, so Horatio's gone for a, a, a classic slider look with the black and white. Mm -hmm. Are they, have they got a brand? They're Adidas. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Um, so nice and lightweight, able to move around the house with ease whilst keeping the feet and socks clean. The yeah, classic so... choice of shoe, mm -hmm. um, but maybe a bait choice of shoe. Whereas... Not only does Andrew have Crocs on, he has frocks on, which are fake Crocs. Uh, no widgets, though. Um, so these are Andrew's been donning this sort of practical in-house footwear for the last three years, would you say now? Uh, yeah, four, maybe. Four years. Um, and there's been a big change, I think, in uh, footwear or crepe, the crepe world. Uh, this is Sneaker Talk, by the way, a new segment, uh, where you can put the foot down now, Andrew, um, where there has been definitely a move towards a more functional in-house practical wear. I've seen a lot of people wearing Birkenstocks and yep. socks, sliders, Crocs have come back in. Absolutely. Uh, uh, not enough as they should have been. No, no, no. But that these these are genuinely functional footwear as opposed to the trendy uh, dad shoe. Yep. Well, I think you touched on this in your in the Patreon content yes. of. Um, but it's not on Patreon anymore. But um, it was on Patreon at some point. So if you had bought earlier, you would have got to see it two weeks before everyone else, which is pretty good if you ask me. Take it away, Andrew. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for clarifying. Um, but yeah, so the, yeah, practical practical shoes I think are, are making a, a hell of a comeback. Uh, mm. The Crocs. Well, that's the cyclical nature of fashion as well. Mm. I think something that was as aggressively perceived as ugly as Crocs, they're naturally in a few years going to come back as the in thing. Mm. And I found it difficult over lockdown particularly of when going to, when it started to ease and you can go and see another household. Mm. There's no, if, I, if I'm going to a barbecue at a friend's house, why wouldn't you wear Crocs? That's my question yeah, to you. you. Why would you, you not wear it, Crocs? You pushed it really far. Uh, you pushed it far? really far. Like it was. I, in, I, like, I went think, to a barbecue and wore Crocs. Is that yeah, pushing I it far? Think, yeah, I think that is pushing it far because I think wearing them around the house, it's gr they're great. If you're popping out, it's raining, you're going out for a ciggy, as you oft do. Uh, they're the perfect shoe for that. But if yeah. you're going to see friends who have all probably dressed up and put shoes on, I find it a little bit like, yeah, it's but casual. What's, what's but a Croc between friends is my question. <laughs> what is a Croc between friends? It's true, but if I'm comfortable... My friends are comfortable. We're all having a better time. No, that's that fact, is. A, I've that's had three general, friends say that exact sentence. No, that's not. That's a genuine. That's they say, a, Wow, that's, I love how comfortable you look, Andrew. I feel like I can relax and be myself more in this I social feel situation than you. Can. That is. That explains a lot about your attitude to social situations, where you have a real confidence of if I'm comfortable, everyone's comfortable, which I don't think stands by is a, when you come with your fucking Crocs on, nipples out, shouting, saying whatever you want, unfiltered, drunk. And it's like, well, as long as I'm comfortable, everyone's comfortable. No, Andrew, there's 12 people. Only two of them know you. I mean, I'm gonna have that's a lot. That's a lot. To reflect <laughs> that's on. a lot to reflect on, and we, I think we're learning a lot about ourselves through this podcast. It's a real deep dive. It's a men's health podcast. Yeah, it's a men's physical and mental health podcast. But you're saying that the Crocs are the Crocs are an aggressive move rather than a passive move because no. I see them as passive. How do you mean? As in, I go to I go. They're a passive choice of footwear because I'm going to go to a barbecue, feel comfortable in my Crocs, not have to lacing up, a laced up shoe is a is a man too tightly wound up. 
Uh-huh. Okay. Feet, your, your body breathes through your feet. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, these are we all should, good points. We should be stepping on the earth more. That's what we're used to doing. Our bare feet should be having touch, touching solid earth, touching solid grass, mud, dirt. Sure. That's, that's what we're meant to be doing. Mm. The croc is the, a closer step towards the realization of human happiness than the laced up sneaker. So would you say a croc has taken us back to the kind of the animal, the internal, the kind of yeah. what what we were truly used to be? Whilst with a strong layer of dignity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel there's actually, this is touching on an interesting um, idea because this, once again, Men's Mental and Physical Health podcast. And I watched documentary on uh, MMA and men in MMA. And there does seem to be um, a spectrum of uh, within masculinity of the civilized man and man the animal neither being negative or positive that's not that sounds like i'm saying one's bad and one's the other but the way this mma fighter was saying it was that we have both those sides within us which is like and both have value but we both need to express the animal and the civilized man and like you see some people who have so far the one way and so so far the other and it's about finding that balance and where you fall on the spectrum appreciating that we are to a certain extent socialized human beings in the culture and society around us but no, also no, that we have not the capitalism. i didn't no, I'm, I'm, just, just, I said, I'm just saying i'm, I'm just i literally like, made a yeah, point yeah, yeah, to say yeah, 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 yeah. socialize the society rather society than economics is, and politics i said society. it's a red flag when you bring oh, it's society philosophy. No, keep, go, 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 on, go, no, go on go on go on go on <coughs> god this is, i can't just don't say just don't talk about economic come and, systems come and join me on this podcast <laughs> on, you can on. say whatever you want you can express whatever you want you can you got sorry so Part, it's, I can't remember what no, I was No, I don't want to. No, you know, I don't you want had it. a good point. No, I'm I sorry. Want, I you had a good point, but it looked dangerously I was going to veer into talking about how capitalism. So yada, yada, it's, yada. It, <laughs> it's, there's, there's, yeah, well, I, there's, as, as I was echoing your point whilst yeah. adding a layer, which I've now forgotten what no, that layer is. because that's what, that's the whole point is that we build up these layers till we get the good part. It's an appreciation that we are both of those things combined. So mm-hmm. it's the, the idea that we are both, we have to appreciate to a certain extent that we are socialized with the culture and society around us, but at the same time are primal animals yeah. that have basic needs, desires, and drives. And it's the combination of the two things that makes us that. Yeah. Therefore, by wearing a fucking crop to a barbecue, you're getting the best of both yeah. worlds. You're going to a barbecue with friends and you're socializing, you're cooking meat on a barbecue in a modern house, in a modern yeah, yeah. garden. But you're just one step closer to the earth. Yeah, I, I do agree. I think it takes you back every, to the more Every step is one step closer to mm. nature. That yeah. should be the Crocs slogan. But then it's a tough conversation to have with you because I find it really interesting, the animal and the kind of civilized man kind of idea of that spectrum. But it's, a dangerous, one, it's a dangerous one to go about because... It, it, it always implies like you're saying the animal's a negative thing or like oh, okay or, do you know what i mean yeah yeah and so but even though i think it's quite interesting that loads of different cultures sort of embody different like i think britain doesn't have enough of the animal culture you know yeah in in its uh, it's too much all of the well the stuff we were talking about yeah, the yeah. other week of just like the idea of polite society and manners yeah. is manners are purely per- a yeah. distancing yeah. from yeah. our animal animalistic nature but then we also agree that we do like them quite a bit. It's quite nice. Well, it's, it's a mix. So something yeah. like saying, Hi, how you doing, mate? Or like, have a good day at a shop. Yeah. Absolutely. Table manners, I would never yeah. understand. And yeah. I would never agree with table manners. How do you mean? As in, so I ha- I'm from a family that's very tight on table manners. Yeah. And it's, so obviously there's a, because I'm a bit of a hypocrite with this, because if you eat with your mouth open, I think you're the worst person on the, in, on the planet. Okay. Um, and it's disgusting. So there's a level of like things that that's are just the animal. generally... That's, that's the negative the, part that is, of it. That is a negative part of the animal. People that eat... Man as the animal. That's not... Honestly, it's, it's horrendous. You'll have all this thing about waxing lyrical about a man freed from yeah. it's the shackles of society. But as soon as he sits down and goes... No, then fuck you're off. Like, fuck fuck off. Oh, Get back into the woods. <laughs> but... Um, the idea that if there's been a lovely meal, there's some, we've had a roast dinner and there's some re- residual gravy lying on the plate. If mm. I can't mop that up with my bread, we've gone too far. Is that is that? Uh... It's something about it. So it was, it's not just in fairness to mum. It's not just bread, but like I sometimes I'll do it with my finger. That's um, gross. No, it's not. That's gross. No, it's not. That's gross. No, it's not. Okay. I the why is that? <laughs> Fair enough. That's okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. I understand why it might be, but why is it actually gross? What am I doing? How is, is is it that offensive to look at someone just I think enjoying that I do, that the end of the meal, enjoying a lovely no, that's, gravy? I that's think that is something gross. Why would you want to waste the gravy? That is a compliment to the chef. No, it's use, a the, chef's bre- kiss. use the bread. 
I've used the bread. There's no bread left. Now what do I do? <laughs> Get more bread. I'm not getting a spoon out because then I'm insane. <laughs> I don't. Use I've seen finger. people use. I've seen people sp- scoop up a plate uh, of gravy with a teaspoon at the end of the meal, and I think that's more disgusting than doing your finger. No, I don't. I that's... disagree. I genuinely. I, I. I think. I think there's something gross about. You got to. also got. You got to be culturally relative. You know, in. Uh, India or the subcontinent in general. Yeah, chill. They, they, they They've got it hands. right. They've no, got they it right. Hands, but it's like you still have to. You have to adhere slightly to what the the, the You can't just no. Eat, you can eat a roast no. in your hands and be like, well, in India they eat with their hands. So it's you're not- co- you're comparing me eating an entire roast dinner with my hands <laughs> to me at the end of a roast dinner scooping up some gravy with my finger. I think that's a bit that makes you feel uncomfortable. Seeing. And I think you should look into yourself as to why that makes you feel uncomfortable. I think you should look into you're yourself. You're the fucking problem. You're the here. problem. <laughs> This is this this is now an official argument. <laughs> You're the fucking problem. Once again, I would say comment or message in, but you never really do. No, I, I, the amount of times I all say people comment. say is strange things. <laughs> strange, passive aggressive. Yeah. When's the next episode? Oh. Why are you so shit? <laughs> but can you give us more? <laughs> can you give us more? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I, no, manners are something that I are very close to my to my heart. But there, there are things that you, I think, maybe not the finger example, but there's other examples that you might um, you might agree with. Obviously, there's like the high um, high culture thing. So, in like an incredibly fancy restaurant, there are like seemingly ridiculous rules about which fork you eat, you know stuff like that. And so, yeah. But I think once you enter into that space, that is an agreement that it is fair. You know, I don't think yeah. uh, if you, if someone comes into your, breaks into your house while you're sitting down in your Crocs eating your lunch, there's and a says, lot more issues with that <laughs> than manners. And, and yeah, and says you shouldn't be eating like that. Then like they've entered. Don't eat the figure of your gravy, burglar. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a bag of swag, and then he notes, "Oh my god!" <laughs> with the dollar, the dollar sign on the back. I don't want to. I don't want to steal from this fucking animal. <laughs> um. But I do think if you like, because I assume what you're implying, uh, as I, I think you probably are, is like in the kind of pretentious uh, fine dining world, there's all these kind of rules and regulations. I think within that space, you play by those I rules. Think, I, I think you're, I, I would actually agree with you in terms of the space. <laughs> okay, I entirely, di- I entirely disagree. And I think you're wrong. Um, I would, I do, I do pretty much agree with you in terms of that is a, it's a, there's a, there's some sort of social contract a tacit agreement that you go into when you go into a fine dining space mm-hmm. fair enough fair enough i'm talking because i'm talking about from the home where my mum's cooked a lovely roast dinner i've loved the gravy i've yeah. really loved the gravy yeah like really i've likes really, the gravy. Yeah, yeah. really loved the gravy i want to then finish off the gravy in however means i see fit and i mean in however means yeah okay, I fine. Fit. the gravy the gravy because all it is is a compliment no can we stop talking? but it's the gravy is about the space we, we talked about the gravy well i want to get we back finished. on the gravy because um, i you, feel like you, you haven't up. agreed with me yet and i'd like you to agree with me i okay i think we're just going to agree to disagree on that one i think more the what was more the nub of this conversation before we got um mired in gravy uh, <laughs> <laughs> as often we're making quite interesting points about what is man what is society why yeah but the thing about gravy <laughs> they get mired in gravy um is what do you because what I was watching this documentary well like a minute can you start doc- a sentence in this year without <laughs> I was watching a documentary in can a you mi- find some okay, other source of information mini, it was a mini doc to be honest it was a YouTube See? mini doc and constant lies it made me all he does think, is lie to you it made me think what is my way of releasing the animal because in the MMA it's someone it's like people who fully yeah. li- the, what their purpose what they're, they're living for is to embody the animal the yeah. animal side how do you um, yeah, so how do you how do i and i guess the only place i would ever do it is the closest is like playing five aside on sunday that's yeah. the closest i have to yeah. like having that that's yeah, the only release that. but i don't have enough and i yeah. I, I can feel that's a lot true. of my tension holy fuck that's that's a revelation for me yeah as in my, looking at you that yeah, is you yeah, don't a lot have of enough of an animalistic I don't have, release i don't and that's why you shit I on other more. people who are hedonistic <laughs> it's true Holy fuck. I'm tightly wound because I don't have enough um, animal releases. You just releases. need to get out on the AstroTurf more. But is stand-up an animal release at all? I don't know. No. Because it's like... The, I know it's, the that, it's, the, it's, the it's the adrenaline. It's the adrenaline. It's, it's, like, it's close to the... It's not... I feel like it needs to be quite physical 
and there's elements of standard i certainly think yeah that, i think i think there would and be, it, yeah. but once again it's not saying one's good and one, we have to have a balance yeah um but then writing no, but you need that release and thinking like because like this is definitely not animal this is more towards a civilized man of like discussing things and speaking and like you know yep but uh, yeah. what, what's your what are your release releases drumming dj drum drum and dj that's your that's where you get i get out. weird if but i don't you, have yeah, that yeah it's true that's i didn't have it for a, i didn't have it for a month here and i, was, yeah, I didn't feel because you I drum you drum aggressively like for hours on and end DJ and dj for four hours that's and it is very interesting and it is fantastic it's like the it's, it's the most important thing i think for my mental health doing both of those yeah, things yeah you've got to whip weapon so that's def we are we, we're now finally it's about 36 episodes in i think and we're finally giving some advice maybe doing some men's mental and physical yeah. health thing take you up, need take to up find sport. where you you need to find it i think it's it's, it's your sport. thing take it's up sport thing. is practical but well, i think more psychologically you've got a view um there's two i think civilized man's the wrong way of doing it because it sounds too no uh, it's not but what's the right Re what's it's, the right way of saying that it's releasing an inherent drive within you yeah, and both, but also if you're too animal, that has problems as well. Where you yeah, of course. Them. Yeah, okay, yeah. but in a healthy manner. Yeah, without it letting that drive encompass who you are as a person. So I'd, once again, I'd like people to comment below what their thoughts are, but it's just a fucking. So I would like to know what your animal. What? Yeah, what do you release what, yourself to? <laughs> do you, don't say porno don't mags. Say porno. Don't, don't say, say porno. Don't say porno mags. mags. You dirty, dirty people. Um, let's uh, let's get to the nub of what we actually want to talk about um and uh are you ready to discuss what happened in the news today so what's happened so after a very long period of time on tv i think it's since like 2008 maybe 2009 yeah that sounds yeah. fucking bang on yeah. to me yeah um the keeping up the kardashians the show will be finished yeah they are filming their final series and it will no longer exist in the tv sure. universe and it is one it's it's a big news story because it's had such a cultural dominance that you also kind of expect it to be a trans historical thing as sure. in like i for 2000 if it's 2000 dangerous using those words but keep on for fuck's sake it's trans historical honestly. just keep going it's, it's a red flag but keep going okay how many red flags do i get <laughs> per episode you've had two you get five <laughs> so will one just happen we'll, i'll get one more and then it'll just cut it as you by yourself doing a monologue <laughs> Um, so it seems to be uh, such an ethereal and constant that's right. that's presence. Because right. that's spiritual. Oh, for fuck's sake. We can do spiritual stuff. That's good. But as soon as it gets into kind of cold heart, materi Marxist materialism, that's when I struggle. But go Look, on. If you don't like the way I talk, <laughs> then the things that I say, I'm not entirely sure how this is going to work. The way you talk is another episode. We're, we're just talking about the content at the moment, but carry on. So the way I talk is another, <laughs> another I'm episode. Joking. He's fucking touchy today. My God. Carry on. <laughs> just because of the negative feedback of the last episode <laughs> I was honestly I was sat down before I came into the room right, look right, we're gonna we're gonna have a good podcast but you just can't mention capsules <laughs> like it was in, it was kind it was okay but just you just can't keep doing that because like it needs to we need to keep it light hearted we've got a, a huge Blairite like free a market fan base so we oh, just that's, we that's need a to, problem we need yeah. to appease yeah and like, I'm not at all, I don't care what your beliefs are as long as you click like. I really don't I mind. really care about your beliefs. <laughs> I, really I want every new subscriber we get, I want a detailed political um, manifesto. Manifesto, yeah. Um, sorry, another problem is we keep cutting each other off when we were talking. That's on me. Sorry, carry on with what you were saying. So about the Kardashians, um, uh, it's why it was a, a big news story for me, I think for everyone. Is it because it's like it was one of those? Because it's if you actually take a step back and think about so it's a reality TV show that's what premiered on like E exclamation mark. What one of the yeah, one of those weird, yeah, ones. one of those small yeah. channels. Um, but the cancelling of it made the front page of BBC News, yeah. So that shows that like you would never, how whenever would you expect maybe Love Island, I guess, big would brother, probably do it with Big Brother. It used to be huge. Well, Big Brother, yeah. Sorry, just finished. Big Brother was the OG. But anyway, just the fact that just the cancelling. So B BBC or any, a lot of media outlets have picked it up. So it's not celebrity gossip. It's actual news outlets like broadsheet papers or whatever have picked it up because it is news. Yeah. And what I find interesting, the fact that the cancelling of that reality TV show is important. It's, it's something about. Yeah. And like the and fact that the, about, the actual aesthetics of uh, keeping up with the Kardashians or reality TV are aggressively presenting it as meaningless and facile. 
like ag- yeah. aggressively so the way it's cut editing the, the, yeah, the whole thing the music. which means the fact that it's on E you know the fact that it's one of the biggest shows in the world but it's still on a small channel every aspect of it is presented as light fluffy entertainment when it's probably one of the most but important shows the consequences shows. of it the consequences and like the cultural effect in it which means that it's kind of like a bit of a Trojan horse if you will culturally in the culture picture wars. of the Trojan horse I have to edit that in. That's just fucking annoying. Yeah. That's true. Actually. I, put, I, I, I need put, to give you a more of a nightmare job. I'll put one there, but it's just like it's just <laughs> annoying. Because every time you see a pitch there, this is not a pod. I do pretty much everything for this, and there's not. I just do. If we don't have a producer, everything. most things like I I edit this. I've set this up. Every aspect of this has been hand woven by me. And so whenever you point something like that, it's um, every time you see a picture, that's me going on Google Images and screenshotting. Picture of image. a penguin. Fuck's sake. <laughs> and like you, you can consume this and just see like a, a picture uh, flit up and you think, oh, that's kind of cool. But every time you see it, you need now to remember that I've typed that into Google Images. I've had to save that. I have to drag it onto my desktop. I have to either remove the background or keep it depending on the image and then import it into the project. Picture of a Ferrari. No, fuck off. <laughs> anyway back to the point yeah so what so why why do you think it's taken on such an importance what is it seems I don't, I don't know whether um the reality tv and kardashians whether it's been like a generated by a need for it or had they self-generated it i was gonna say the exact same thing what do you think it's in well, firstly, I find it a really interesting question of whether it's a product of a, a grander structure of ideas and politics, mm. and I'm not going to say mm. the word, yeah, yeah, yeah. or whether that has created... <laughs> we all know what you mean. Whether that has created... Whether, or whether, so whether it's a product of that or whether it's causing some of these ideas that are, are present. Yeah. And I... I can't. I can't talk about what I believe on that <laughs> You're gonna without have to. having the third reference. Yeah, you flag. can't. You can't. It's the C word. Is what we'll it's call the C, it. the C we'll word. Call it the C word. Um, but uh, from Kim Kardashian and uh, Donald Trump doing The Apprentice, like the fact that reality. I mean, annoyingly, it, it's it is a good point. It's just done to death. So I'm not going to say it as if like it's, it's not a hot take. It's not a hot take. It's Jingle. not original, but. But it's it is interesting how um, now the election cycles have taken on the aesthetics even of a reality TV show and they kind of mirror Mm. them. The fact that Kim Kardashian and Kanye West have both been in the Oval Office with uh, Donald Trump separately for separate reasons. Yep. And the fact that they're kind of in the cultural conversation is kind of wild. So instead of saying the C word, can I say the D word? Go on, what's the D word? Democracy. It's, it's, it's teaching on the edge. Depends how you use it. Go ahead. Okay, so with the summer, if I think partly I believe that it's a fundamental... Uh, <sighs> okay, no, keep, no, keep, go, keep going, keep going. It's it, just... is, it is a natural um, inevitable... Yeah, yeah. Put your tongue away. <laughs> go on, it's, go on. It is. I think there's part of it is a, is inevitability of the development of democracy because what democracy is about the idea that you get the most votes possible and to get into power. So then that as the best idea that we have is the idea comes from the fact that the most amount of people had the most amount of decision mm-hmm. into who governs us, which is obviously the best idea. But the problem with that is that popularity then becomes more important than ideas. Yeah. So thing is so it makes sense that in a democratic system you have the kind of crossover between culture and politics yeah. because po- culture is the most popular thing. Yeah. So if someone can attach themselves to the bandwagon of culture or a certain type of identity in that culture, they then become more popular, they're going to get more votes. Yeah. And that is a lot of what happens. Yeah, and it's like the actual way that the apprentice when Donald Trump was running it with how like the person who would win it would not necessarily be the most qualified for the job who'd be like the one who's the most entertaining and even the apprentice I did never watch yeah. the US apprentice but I did watch the one with Alan Sugar you just know even it's like then, 20 times more you, chat up than the UK yeah it's to, yeah but it's it's the same base concept which is like you don't really care about yes but is he really going to be have the the level head what's his business acumen like it's like you but can he balance a spreadsheet (laughs) yeah it supports the person who wins is normally the biggest cunt of the show absolutely Um, and that's what Trump like geniusly did himself yeah Um, and which is why it's amazing 
the the attempts to try and bring him down by mm. using political uh, rationale doesn't and logic. work. Doesn't work. It does the opposite the effect. Way... It does the opposite effect because oh, he's like, yeah. in a in a sense he stands for the opposite of rationality. Yeah. Because he what well, the genius thing he's done he, he's homogenized or combined rationality with the political establishment. Yeah. So if something seems like a normal rational argument to believe or think of. He is saying that that is what the political establishment yeah. is telling you to think. And you actually need to be li- believe in my ideas because I'm not. I'm. I'm. Sh- I'm shooting the shit. I'm not lying to you, and therefore you become a bit of an outlier. You become a bit of an underdog, and combining those things, you then become the most entertaining person. He's fucking hilarious. He really is. He uh, genuinely. He, he, just, he is like his entertainment value objectively is just you know. I mean, it's off the charts. It's off the charts. The fact that he's president is like it's one of the most incredible performance art. Um, piece of evidence. It's just genuinely, and it wouldn't be a surprise if he came out at the end and said, "Yeah, it was a performance." Yeah, it was like piece. it was written by the guys who wrote South Park. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I don't know when I when I found out that uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians had ended, it, I don't, it didn't feel like anything's ending. It doesn't. They'll just do something else, wouldn't it? I think that's maybe because we haven't watched it. Yeah. So no, but I mean, it's, it's not like the Kardashians are over. Or, oh God, no. And I don't know. They're, they're, they're ending it because they've got uh, plenty of. They, they, they're done with that. They've been doing other shit on the side. I don't know if that's even that's not nowhere near their main thing anymore. So it's not relevant. No, no, no. Whether it's it isn't the end of the Kardashians, but that's how they came became famous. Yeah, but because they've built so much off it, it's now almost while they're still kept on. That's like a tiny bit of their appeal or influence. Why do you reckon they're stopping it? Because it's they they've they've got what they needed out of it. It was a vehicle to become incredibly famous and part of the culture, and they're now so involved so there and their influence there's the i don't know what the viewing figures for keeping out the kardashians are but they're also the most followed people yeah but they're they're the most followed people on instagram that's not going to change so they've kind of created i bet more people kind of created instagram i bet more people watch kim kardashian stories on instagram than watch so that's why i mean it's kind of irrelevant that she's still going to be speak um but they've all got their own individual kind of business ventures as well yeah nowadays it's yeah it's it's in it's an insane and the fact that they've managed to cross with Kanye, which is such a baff, because I, you know, I can't yeah. stand the Kardashians, and I think they, you know, represent the cultural rot, yada yada yada. Same as a lot of people, but Kanye is my favorite. I just adore him, and he's he's your favorite he, Kardashian. He's my favorite Kardashian. Well, he's just my favorite <laughs> music musical artist. I find the most interesting. The, the yeah, I think the your best, favorite the best favorite artist, artist like music artist of the last fifteen years. Well, mainstream one. And he's married to the King, Kim Kardashian, who I think is like... It's the, it's the perfect combination in a way. It's just incredible. It just adds to that sort of performance art type thing. But was, yeah, because I have... I think me and you both have very little experience in actually watching the programme. I've, yeah. I've seen here and there. But I have actively looked up um, just the points at which Kanye is involved in the TV oh, yeah. show. Because it just fascinates me to see him as... Well, I mean, he's he's changed. Obviously, in the last like five, ten years, he's morphed into a different yeah, yeah, identity. Yeah. But like, as Kanye West, like one of the best rappers that's ever lived, etc., yeah. a pioneer of art and music. Sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. To then be on E exclamation mark talking about uh, why they're upset because Chris went to a pool party without what's another one called Kylie yeah one. Yeah. Uh, but it's, if you look at they are great clips to watch because he just looks so unhappy to be in all of them he just <laughs> yeah but that's face. how he looks anyway like True, he, he's tough, genuinely yeah. done like a post saying that he like it's a aesthetic choice that he doesn't smile in photos because he thinks it looks like powerful looks, um, okay. but his his whole thing is like crashing together high and low culture aggressively which is like that super postmodern idea of just like make, blurring the lines completely between like high and low culture so it's indistinguishable. And that's what he's done. The fact that he's like uh, made like uh, luxury fashion lines and l- walks with like Dior and like Paris Fashion Week. Yeah. Uh, then he's like done that with rapping. And the fact that his big... Co- sneakers as well. Sneakers right? and like that's become high high art under him. Uh, even rapping, he's made that like high art in the way that it wasn't before. Do you know what I mean? But like, for example, when he did that whole slavery is a choice thing yeah you know that whole controversy yeah that was on tmz he did that he did a 45 minute um episode on tmz he goes into tmz and sits down has that why does he choose tmz why does he choose tmz because that's what you see in kanye who's just gone probably flown from paris like debuting like a high luxury uh pair of like jumpers and shoes and stuff now he is big in his jumpers he's He's a big big, cardigan man he's a big guy he loves it um and so him marrying, but then you look at Kim, yeah. who has this trashy reality TV show, then you see their house and it's like the most yeah. avant-garde, wild place ever. 
Have you seen the picture of that house? Yes. It's like all yeah, white yeah. minimalist. Like it looks like something that like the the kind of, you know, like a, a the, the most avant-garde, like Picasso might live there. But then it's the home to someone who has a reality TV show as Trassy. Mm. And that, that kind of crash between, like Donald Trump, yeah. reality TV show, yeah. the president of the United States. Yeah. It's completely, yeah. The, the lines are completely blurred. So between high politics and trash low culture just high culture and low culture it's just completely yeah um, and trump has brought that to politics yeah in the same way as kanye has brought yeah that so to kanye kim and trump yeah. are all working on the same um kind of energy really yeah. they're, they're sort of playing that no, truth doesn't matter anymore so let's go along for the yeah, ride yeah and yeah, let's yeah. Have a, you know. yeah so that's probably why there was a lot of he kind of attached himself to him because it's well because but part the thing is because i think what people find difficult to digest is if you agree with the idea of i think it's a really good point about bringing low and high culture together so that's why maybe kanye saw a lot of himself in trump yeah so that's part of the reason why you would attach it why he might attach himself to it um, but then the problem with that is that you can't ignore the fact mm. that Trump does have some politics and those politics are abhorrent. Yeah, but he's less, um, his politics are less defined than let's say, I don't know, George Bush or Ted Cruz, where it's yeah. like they have an idea. He's more, um, well, he's, anti he's, so, he's sort of making it up as he goes along. He was like- Anti-establishment can mean anything. But he was like a New York liberal and uh, uh, voted a Democrat voter for like, 20 years yeah and he just became public it doesn't it's kind of his he does he enacts terrible policies but the fact that he genuinely cares about i don't know abortion or a lot of these things i don't think that's he's not really politically driven in that way he's more of a i think it's a stretch to say he's not right wing though yeah he, yeah yeah he's like pure so capital, there is yeah. there's he's he's kind of driven by a christian right kind of a, a he's not an american christian, christian. no he just says he is but every it, politician in america says they are yeah it's almost. I think there's some. There's but then some Ted mad Cruz statistic. and George Bush probably are. Of course. Yeah. But there is some. There's some man statistic where again I'm gonna try worry, and whip a number out of my ass. It's something like only there's only ever been like ten people in I, US I politics heard, who I heard said one they person. are who have actively come out as atheists or non-Christian. I heard it was one person. They got voted out the next cycle. Yeah. That's what. And I, I heard. think there's been more since then. Okay. But it is amazing yeah. how the amount of atheists there must be in america but they just can't physically say that they're yeah. atheists because it's such a it's, it's such a shit bomb to your campaign it's a it's, it's a, a big, shit bomb it's, it's a big old it's shit a, bomb. it's a shit bomb let's let's not i'm not gonna sugarcoat it's it not be around the bush here it's, it's a, a shit, shit bomb. bomb we all know it no one's saying it it's a shit bomb all right <laughs> Yeah. I like the point about high and low culture. Yeah. I think uh, what the end of the car, end of the uh, keeping up the Kardashians um, is a, an important cultural signifier, an important cultural point in our time because of the importance that the TV show has. Yeah. Um, and what it what it is when you bring in Kanye West into it is an expression of high and low culture being combining symbiosing together yeah um so it's very much an ex keeping up with the kardashians with kanye's appearance is very much an expression of the times that we live in mm -hmm. so yeah. the the decline of it even though it has plenty of people and shows to carry it on the decline of the thing that kind of initially created it is an important thing yeah yeah cool anyway that was fucking boring wasn't it <laughs> lame lame chat let's um, talk about how was, how was your week drew I've had a, I've had a, I've had a good week. Uh, well, I had something quite funny happen to me today uh, whilst at work. Um, so talk about it. Well, here seems to be the perfect medium of which to do so. Um, I so part of my job is talking to the the police, the mm. old bill, the Rosers. Because your financial, we can talk about your financial crime. That's fine. It's just not. Yeah, we can talk about financial yeah. crime. Just not the place I work at. So you're a financial whatever. crime specialist, and sometimes you'll see suspicious activity in someone's bank account, and it might link to a bigger crime. Um, i.e. human trafficking oopsie um no there's a couple so i have two two tasks that i do within financial crime at the moment one of them is to analyze this. so uh, a bank uh, a bank every transaction you'll ever make on a bank it will be kind of analyzed by an underlying algorithm that would dictate certain things to be suspicious or not i then investigate whether that's the truth whether yeah. we actually think they're doing what we think the algorithm thinks they're doing but the other one is talking to the police so yeah. if there's a if they're doing an investigation so it could be anything from a man stole my bike yeah. to there's been a murder you call up the rosas immediately yep as you all should do call <laughs> 999 if you've got a problem yeah. men's mental health podcast um, um black lives matter so absolutely, absolutely. take it back uh don't call the police because they're racist saved it saved it nice we good yeah so 
for example <laughs> so but so what they so they'll request some information from yeah. the bank because yeah. we hold quite a lot of information yeah. on people don't trust the bank this is exactly why I don't want to say who I work <laughs> for so uh, but today I was calling a uh, we have to I have to call uh, call the police officers to give them this information whatever um, so it was about a murder inquiry yeah and I I call them I call them up and it's from the start of which uh, he he answers the phone he's clearly eating and drinking something <laughs> quite loudly he's a bit of a pig <laughs> nice um, quite loud this is the policeman yeah okay. as in di whatever di x yeah. Yeah. Um, he's he's slurping away and. and <laughs> <laughs> And is he just like I, Chief Wiggum from The Simpsons? Pretty much, because I, when you're calling someone about a murder inquiry, you kind of it's pretty daunting in itself because you think, "Shit, this yeah. is serious stuff." What was he? What was he eating? What did, you, what did it sound like? It was it a squelch or a crunch? Squelch. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it was a squelch. So I'm thinking it like a. Sub. Was he slurping like it was? I like think a, he got a subway, and he's got the coke in like. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Because I, because I, I, I always go, oh hi, hi, my name's Andrew Curl, yeah. and I'm a financial crime specialist. That bleep. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, just looking for this, like quite timid, quite shy. And then we get the logo of the bank up here. <laughs> um, so, but anyway, it was clear that he was eating and drinking something, and then I, the conversation went on for about thirty seconds, and then I just, he was kind of like. <laughs> 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 And I, I, you, is, everything, is everything all right? Is everything all right? <laughs> I, had to, I had to mute the mic because I, I started laughing. Uh, but then I was genuinely, I genuinely thought I had to call 999 <laughs> for the policeman that's sitting in there because he was honestly choking. And it went on for about 30 seconds. Really? That's was such in, a long oh, time. Oh. oh, oh. oh. He was like, sorry about that, Andrew. I just choked was quite a lot. Was he embarrassed? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty embarrassed. Um, but weird, not enough. He should have been a lot more embarrassed <laughs> of what happened. Um, so my day has been a policeman choking. How was the rest of the conversation? Um, then, because well, I don't know, you just, you've just got to do that thing where you just you kind of switch back into professionalism. Just, just pretend nothing. He didn't That's what choke. a financial crime specialist does. That's a professional, man. Exactly. Um, but yeah, other than that, I've been, I found myself every night, every morning this week, uh, waking up. And you know that period of uh, wake up? You've just woken up in your bed. Uh, you're not quite ready to get out of bed. Yeah. You're kind of, you're, you're fucking about on your computer or your laptop or anything. Or your mobile telephone. Or your mobile telephone. Other brands are available. <laughs> um, but you, We're not on radio anymore. Oh God, yeah. No Bye brand. Sony. <laughs> you can do it, say whatever. Yeah. We're not on radio. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, but I find myself watching uh, sports bloopers mm. every morning or funniest moments in Premier League uh, history. Really? Or, yeah. Are they genuinely funny? No. No, the Premier League ones, I don't know. No, think but my, my fuck, are they addictive? Like, really? They just keep going through them. I've watched Even you're not enjoying them? NFL ones are the best. Are they genuinely any good? No. But you still watch them? As in, I've, wa I've watched everything, like kind of the best plays of the 2019 NFL okay. season. Can I just set you up a scene? To you're, you're man in... poos on football pitch. <laughs> you're, you're, you're in bed, you're watching a sports blooper, you're on your second sports blooper. What's your face? Can you just see, this? You're, it's, it's five minutes into a 10 minute sports reel. How, how do you look while you're watching it? <laughs> <laughs> My laptop's quite high yeah. up on my chest. Yeah. No, surely you don't. You don't wiggle your eyebrows. <laughs> so Andrew's face is his his chin is for the people who are listening. His chin is sort of smushed into his neck. Uh, he looks a completely blank expression. The soul has left his body, and he is occasionally moving his eyebrow up and down. Cool. Thank you very much. That was great. Are you vaping while doing it? Yeah. Or you... <laughs> and then when one sports blooper finishes, it's in. On to, on to the next one. With your arms like a T-Rex. Great. We tried to stop making it so visual, but, but sometimes one, we can't That's the one it. visual thing. Yeah, that's the one visual thing. We're sorry. We are available on Apple Podcasts. Please listen to us. And le yeah, I, I said this. This is all the shit that I just had. Leave a review. Fucking. I'm not. I'm not. Actually, that's a bad idea. Don't leave a review. I yep. don't trust you cunts to fucking... No. It's, I tell you what, if I got a review from my fans, it would be... It wouldn't be like one star when you know there's clearly... It, like, it's so intense there's it something else It would be three. It would be three stars. Yeah, well, yeah. there's positives about the show, but at the end of the day, both of the hosts are cunts and they've got a work <laughs> ethic of a sloth. 
Wouldn't I'm, recommend. Yeah, it'll be three twos. It'll be threes and twos. So it's yeah. not clearly a joke. It's enough to ruin our careers. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's that's been me for the week. So we'll have, have what's your week been like? Uh, I've, I've, well, I finally got back gigging, even though it looks like it's going to be shut again. It's if unclear. you can call it that. Um, and so I, because they've opened up indoor comedy again, um, I went out to like the middle of nowhere to do a gig out indoor in comedy London. sounds like a sport like is there yeah. a, is there a difference <laughs> like in, is there a difference in stand up <laughs> indoor and outdoor yeah yeah it's, like it's indoor outdoor yeah. hockey um and uh it's it's been a real joy coming back cuz i'm like get, it's i'm still like on my fourth gig back and i'm gigging with like really talented young comedians who were like at the top of their game before lockdown and then just seeing i've it's just i've missed it so much like going to a gig and watching your friend go up there with the confidence thinking he's going to do well but it's like you know when you wake up in the morning and the first thing you say is like hello you know yeah, it's like comes yeah, out yeah. weirdly yeah. if you haven't gigged for six months they've just come out and they're like <laughs> it's fucking hilarious because and this is oh it happened to me as well um, you just go on, you sort of do like a bad impression of you yourself as a stand-up. It's yeah. like weird because you're like <laughs> pretending to know things. It's, the, like, vo it's the voice cracking. It was like, it? hello, um, yeah. So, And then you have all these like, new ideas you spent six months like ruminating Are on. Are you expecting to go out and just smash it What like you, you expect would? is that it's been six months, you've, you've got to have new stuff. You can't have been out of the game for six months. So if you call yourself a comedian, you can't have not thought of anything funny over six months out yeah. when all the shit's happened in the world. So yeah. you you have a collection of different ideas that you're like this is i'm gonna go on i'm gonna be like a pro comic just flip them off they're gonna read like their old material you go out they all die because of what happened to me is i just threw out new ideas but because i was so it was to the point where because i wasn't trying them out and i just thought of them i'd assumed that they would just be the idea was just funny enough yeah. so i'd just go up and i'd be like isn't it um funny how like uh you know because the gyms are closed, people like exercising in the street. Like, <laughs> you're more just like chucking. Yeah, no, but it's more just like throwing. And then they look at me like they're like interested. They're, they're, they're like interested. They're like, okay, yeah. Oh, so yeah. he's done the setup. Yeah, so and then like, yeah, you're yeah. there. And then I'm just like, there's not, there's not. <laughs> no, but isn't it funny? Someone shouted at me. Yeah, what's the conclusion? And I was like, literally, <laughs> it was, it wasn't a heckle. It's really polite. They were like interested as I was talking about it's like, like giving a note. They're like. Okay, no, because I was moving on, and they're like, "What? What? What? One with this gym thing?" I was like, "No, there's nothing left. That was it. I've I was got nothing left. I was meant to just throw out a thought I had, and I wrote down on the notepad, and you were meant to carry me out cheering. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's more you, you're kind of expecting people to do the the work in their minds. Yeah, and then like it was embarrassing because like three minutes in, um, and I haven't given for ages, and I I thought I'd never do this in my life. Um, I. It took me three minutes. I said during COVID, I'd never do this, like to other comedians. It took me three minutes to go, how's lockdown been for you guys? Like just the hackiest bit of crowd work. I'm just pointing at, just strangling. <laughs> so lockdown, oh, was, what's was, lockdown like mad? Was, um, there, was there a panic in there? Uh, there was you... definitely a panic. Um, but these guys hadn't seen enough comedy to realise it was bad. What did anyone reply when you said, how's lockdown been for you guys? They were like, as you, they started responding as anyone do would. You want to try, like, do you want to try this in crowd work now or me? Uh, how was lockdown? Yeah, it's been tough. I haven't seen my girlfriend for um, two months. So the gyms, man. I mean, why have we... <laughs> let's See, what, what he's done there is create the illusion <laughs> of spontaneity yeah. when he's already got mm. everything backed up in his notebook. Already backed up. And then what, what I love is seeing comedians and what I did myself, which is when you go into your old material, your club, your like stuff you've been doing for two years and yeah. then you try and sell it. Like I was reading off my notebook, like, <laughs> oh, like a bit I've done for like two years, reading it, it bombs because it's a bad, like I've set a bad precedent. I'm like, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> it's like, I've been doing that for two and a half years. <laughs> oh, so this is something I thought up on the train here. <laughs> and just seeing my friends go up doing your and middle just name, like right? coming up confident, try new ideas and then just go back into their old stuff and just eat shit. I guess in, in any kind of thing, Thing of performance art or just performance you've got to go up confident otherwise you've lost immediately because it's the same thing with with djing as well yeah, yeah, yeah. you go up and you have to lose confidence yeah yeah for otherwise because sure. even if <laughs> i think especially DJ, if you go up you can't be like oh. so what do you guys want to do 
are you guys? Yeah, because the guys whole thing you have to be confident with what you're listening to. You yeah. can't be like, oh, any requests? <laughs> yeah, but it's a demeanor as much as anything. Because yeah. if you go up nervous, crowd, mm. but I think it's the same thing mm. that's applicable between the two. So yeah, but the difference is that feeds you can... on a feeds the crowd feed mm. on a vibe. Yeah. Um and. Yeah. But then your vibe could be nervous, so but you have to be confidently nervous, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, which absolutely. I don't think I don't know. Which many is so D- much more difficult. I don't know comedy. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if um, many DJs have like a brand of being the nervous. I mean, this might work, but <laughs> oh, it was okay. In the I'd end. love to see like a trendy boiler room set, at, like Deck Mantel, and the guys. <laughs> The Well, we had the idea of combining the two at one point. What DJ and comedy? Yeah, because one of uh, the nights we put on, yeah, it was going to be I'd pause the set and you tell a joke, which I still think is a fantastic idea. How would that work? Uh, it would work horrendously, okay, because everyone would be dancing having a good time okay so let's not do that idea stop at the music <laughs> and then you come in and tell a one to oh, do a one line so it's at a night so it's, yeah do, 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 and so it's like a prop it's like two in the morning it's like a nightclub with a barcode on them to scandinavian oh great yeah because oh, that, that works that would be fine because it'd be a vibe but yeah. i think maybe then la- laughing and dancing could you get any more ecstasy <laughs> in your life than possibly possibly more than that no, i don't think that's like a double whammy yeah um Okay, I think we, we wrap we, it up. We, we, let's wrap it up. No. Let's. Um, oh Christ! Let's try and conclude on the things we talked about today. Let's wrap this up. We've discussed. Um, yeah, we discussed uh, the Kardashians. We've discussed. Oh, we discussed we quite a few with? big topics. We started with. We talked about how, um, uh, with as a man or as a person, you are constantly caught between the civilized being and the animal and trying to f- navigate that and like have releases in both. And then we moved into the Kardashians and how uh, politics has become like a reality TV yeah, okay, show okay, okay, and okay, the okay. crashing together of high and yeah. low culture and a policeman choking. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, you got this. All right, so I'm gonna set, I'm gonna set you up. You ready to hit this out first time? Do you, think, you got, have I you got think, this first time? I think time? I've got it first time. Okay, you got the first time. Um, and that's all we've got time for. Uh, let's end it with some final words from Andrew Kerwin. Take it away. <sighs> to have a healthy mind, you need both. You need a balanced dose of both the animal and the social. But maybe we've gone too far with the social when reality TV has taken over our entire lives. But sometimes a simple phone call to a policeman hearing him choke on a subway puts everything into perspective in that we're all just animals piling around in the mud. This has been Boys Gone Wild. See you next week.